I'm better than anything at you with regards to this, but I probably am just more like meandering in how I do my intros when I don't have any preparation in hand. <laughs> yeah, that is probably accurate. And with that, welcome to Serially Hooked. My name is Rashad, and with me is Chris. We're your hookers, and today we're going to be talking Star Wars and all things Star Wars specifically droids our favorite aspects of star wars absolutely i mean what uh, what star wars without droids wouldn't work it's just not a thing that nothing is more synonymous with star wars than droids lightsabers the force all the things they all come together in one and today we're going to be creating a droid battle royale where we create a bracket with one to 16 seating of difference or one to something seating. Chris did all the work behind this. I didn't do anything here, but we're going to seat all the droids together. We're going to fight them. And then we're going to find the best droid ever, or at least our favorite droid ever. And we might, and we probably will disagree. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm already looking forward, but at the same time, also dreading (laughs) the debates, but it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what you're going to say about my seating because it, it, there are some contentious points in it for sure, but, uh, I have feelings about droids. Great. And I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. And with that, beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. We're doing this then. Um, so yeah, we came up with a list of droids that would qualify. We said we don't want any, you know, like lines of droids. So no battle droids, no destroyer droids, uh, sadly no gonk droids, and just specific individual droids. And we narrowed it down to 16 because that makes for a good bracket. And I have no idea. Maybe this will last for like three hours, this conversation, but... Um, yeah, so we came up with 16 and I ranked them. And so based on that, we're going to do a bracket and uh, not rank, but seed. And I'm just going to start with number 16, um, which might come as a surprise to you, Rishad. Uh, it's Dio. Because you've never... Wait, Dio? I've, I've Dio, yeah. <laughs> Again, I have feelings about droids. Uh, so Dio is my number 16, um, even under BD1, who I've never seen, <laughs> because fuck J.J. Adrams. That's so funny. Do you want to remind the listeners who Dio is? Yeah, he is the uh, little droid with uh, the cone face, as Poe puts it, <laughs> that is in... That is voiced by J.J. Abrams in the terrible, terrible movie directed by J.J. Abrams, The Rise of Skywalker. And because of that, I'm just going to say, fuck J.J. Abrams and Dio is my number 16. I have no complaints. No complaints here. (laughs) And from a design perspective, he's cute, but still, it's not enough. And number 15, I put BD1, who I don't know, but you made a strong case for him to include him and he's cute so that always helps yeah bd1 is from uh the uh 
the video game Jedi Fallen Order, and I really love BD1. Obviously, he'd be higher on the list if it was just for me, but I totally understand that he's lower on your list because you've never really interacted with him, and I don't think it's going to really come yeah. into like big per, per big perspective picture. It's not going to change the whole perspective, right, in my mind, but having BD1 yeah. on here is a great list. Or great, great uh, shout out to a great Star Wars game. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have R5D4, without whose malfunction none of this would have happened. Um, obviously, in the original Star Wars movie. Next up, we have AP5, who is kind of uh, a friend of Choppers, if you will, from Star Wars Rebel Rebels. Um, as 12, we have IG88, the voiceless bounty hunter droid from the original trilogy. At number 11, we have Turdo360, the assistant to Cad Bane. At 10, Zero, the cocksure pilot who has great anti-chemistry with the Mandalorian. Uh, at 9, AZ3 from uh, from Clone Wars and Bad Batch. At 8, this might be the most contentious point, I have C-3PO. We might get into why... I, it's he's number eight at some point. Wow, We're talking about him. Wow, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Next up at seven, we have IG Eleven, voiced by Taika Waititi from The Mandalorian season one. Uh, at That's six, Beto, B2. This is insane. <laughs> I, like... <laughs> yeah, like I hate C three PO, but like, wow. Okay, okay. Here we are. I mean, I thought we we're going to compare and do the median of our two seedings. So that's why I thought, oh, it's it's fine. He's going to be up higher later anyway, because Rashad's going to put him <laughs> higher. But uh, that's not how it turned out to be. Um, <laughs> so we got to live with this. And if he really can pull his weight, he can just make his way uh, through the brackets, I suppose. And if not, he will just be eliminated very quickly. To your pleasure. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. IG-11 at 7 and at 6, you're also going to disagree with this, possibly. Bito Emo from uh, Andor. I mean, what? But it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not arguing with you here. Not yet, anyway. Um, at 5, we have K2SO, another companion of A Cassian Andor's from Rogue One. At 4, L337 from Solo, voiced by Philip Voice and acted by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, at three, BB-8 from the prequel, uh, from the sequel trilogy. Uh, at two, we have Chopper from Star Wars Rebels, and at one, the one, the only R2D2. I love this. I love this so much. So just to clarify, <laughs> I think the brackets. I mean, I should have clarified this earlier. I mean, this is great job i love this and how are we gonna so we're gonna do one versus 16 two versus 15 13 versus 14 and then kind of break our way all the way in right mm -hmm. all right so our first matchup the number one seed versus the 16 seed r2d2 versus do what do you got for me chris i mean we have the ur droid the iconic star wars droid versus you know do it's fairly obvious who's going to go the next round for me. And uh, yeah, I already said my piece about Dio. He's cute, but also he suffers from just being 
in a terrible movie voiced by a director who just fucked this movie up. And to be fair, R2 is in the prequels as well. But I mean, that's not even... Let's not even... Comparing the two of them is almost offensive. It is offensive. Fuck off, Dio. (laughs) And with that, R2 makes it to the next round. All right. And our next matchup is uh, Chopper versus BD1. I'm very sorry, Rashad. I know you like BD1. Uh, I can't, you know, wave some someone ahead, uh, sight unseen, especially if he goes against Chopper, who is, you know, who's just Chopper. Uh, but please, uh, you know, illuminate me and the listeners who may maybe don't know him about how great BD1 is. What's interesting about BD1 is why he'd be really high on my list would be that he is is an interactive companion that you actually play with and and are working with. So you have really a deep connection with BD1 playing through the game. BD1 is just such a great companion to you. He's loyal, thoughtful, um, kind of always resourceful, has so many different toolkits you can do. He's, you know, customizable in a way. He's your droid. And it's just a really fun interaction there. But all things considered, I understand here. It's 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 really sad to see BD One go out so early, just getting a bad matchup in the first round. But Chopper from Rebels and is just so iconic in everything that he does, and he's gonna go far in this tournament. But Chopper all the way. No, I mean no questions asked. Even though I love BD One <laughs> and shout out to the uh, such a great Star Wars game. Yeah, it's it sounds like they really nailed how to build a droid companion. Uh, that that's really cool. Uh, but unfortunately, BD1 doesn't make it. I mean, it's a tough matchup for him. And so Chopper goes to the next round. All right, our next matchup is BB8 versus R5. I mean, you know, R5 is very much what they call a one-note character. He is there just to fail so that uh, the Skywalkers, I suppose, uh, to take r2d2 instead of him and that's all we see about uh, from him i think except for maybe i mean hold on shout out to legends canon where r5 is force sensitive oh okay i didn't know that uh (laughs) no i mean r5 is the man if you really want to get into it (laughs) i mean i mean that's what what this is all about right so please let me know. Yeah, R5 single-handedly begins the entire Star Wars saga. It is on R5 shoulders that Luke Skywalker becomes the galaxy's savior. It is on R5 that R2 is able to become R2. He become the great R2. R2 is nothing but, I guess, no, he did have a decade of working under Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. You can say R2 is a war hero except for R5. R5 <laughs> is a great um, you know, addition to the canon, and BB-8 was nothing more than a small companion to to Ray and is a little cute, yes, sure, but doesn't really do much otherwise to actually change the course of Star Wars history. What does B2 do in the face of the grand actions of R5? <laughs> I mean, that's a great, you know, making your case in a very great way. I don't know anything about the extended law. I mean, it's non-canonical, I think. Uh, yeah, of course. So, so that I can just discount that by that by that. All I can it's like with BD one. I can only 
talk about what I saw and what I've seen is R5 malfunctions. Um, the the idea of a force sensitive droids of a force sensitive droid just you know opens up a lot of questions. A lot of, uh, the whole can of worms of what the uh, droid what the droids position in the star wars universe is what their civil rights are if they if they have any if they are just slaves or if they are actually i mean we know they are emotive they have consciousnesses they have personalities um but it is always a weird you know a, a weird thing to behold because it's not it's it's not you know very cohesive throughout star wars having said that <clears throat> You know, R5, it's fun, but I mean, BB-8. BB-8 did something that I didn't think was possible. That, you know, having having a beloved droid who is a great companion in a big trilogy that who is not R2, but is able to emote and is funny and is very versatile. And I mean, it's not really a fair matchup. All things considered, obviously, this goes to BB-8. I just need to shout out to R5. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, BB-8 goes to the next round. All right, and our next matchup is L3 versus AP5. The closest one so far in terms of like, because we do mm-hmm. get stuff from AP5, although AP5 is you know limited to a companion to a droid companion. So it's an interesting dynamic there. <laughs> um, AP5 really, I really like the energy he brings in terms of, and I, I mean, he's very antagonistic to Chopper's, you know, craziness and his, uh, his pseudo psychosis. Um, but our AP5 is just, he, he's really cool, really key to the rebellion, has a lot of actions he does to help the nascent rebels and in Star Wars rebels, obviously. So I think he has something going for him there. But, you know, all things considered, when we're talking about L3 and what she means, you're, you were talking about civil rights and ideas about um, droid sentience and beings. And it's, I think it's really top notch uh, what L3 brings to the table here and really thoughtful. So, I mean, L3 just kills it. L3 is so good. L3 in that movie is the only reason that movie is worth watching. So for me, it's a clear L3 win, yeah. but shout out to AP5 again. Uh, really solid droid. About L3 later on in a different matchup, but AP5, I agree, obviously has to go. Um, he does a lot of things. Actually, I forgot how many things he does for the rebellion. It's very interesting. He's pretty in, important in Rebels, or he becomes that anyway. Um, but he's too C-3PO-y for me. He's pretty uh, condescending and annoying uh, a lot of the time, but also funny. At the same time, though, he's only funny together or rather in contrast with Chopper. So that is to his detriment. And yeah, he he's pretty important in the series, but not the best kind of character both from a character i mean i guess more from a character writing perspective than from what his actual character is like but no chance against l3 you know what we who we forgot to include in this list tob1 from star wars visions talking about a star a droids jedi i feel really bad we forgot about toby 
that's a, such an emotional Damn. one. He wouldn't have. He would have been like middle in the middle of the pack, probably in terms of like Absolutely, his impact yeah. or his seating. Like, oh, I feel so bad. So shout out to Toby. <laughs> Absolutely. We went through multiple rounds of listing all of the d different droids, but somehow he just fell off our radar. Uh, really sorry about that. Toby is amazing. Uh, I agree. He would have been middle of the list, would have done something to change all of this around. But sadly, we can only work with what we got. <laughs> so uh, definitely honorable mention Toby here. Damn it. Ah, We can't be perfect every time. <laughs> not every time <laughs> our next matchup is probably the most definitely the most interesting up until this point but it's also the matchup of polar 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 opposites we get the mute ig88 versus the super super talkative and won't shut up c3po yeah absolutely i mean ig88 again talk about one note characters i mean only in a metaphorical sense because he just doesn't talk he is obviously the inspiration for a different droid that we're going to talk about later um, but, you know, he hasn't captured the imagination of the viewers in the original trilogy as much as Boba Fett has, but still, I thought, you know, it's a fun way to include him. Still, probably, I think C-3PO is going to win this. <laughs> probably not even difficult. Um, and yeah, I dislike him a lot, but he is also pretty iconic and at least has two movies in which he's fine. Which is, you know, all, go, goes against all of the movies that he is just annoying and overused. But uh, we'll talk about that at a later stage, I think. Because I'm pretty sure C-3PO is going to make it. But just so. <laughs> this isn't really a question. Honestly, it's C-3PO. Like, IG-88 <laughs> doesn't do anything. Like, IG-88 <laughs> does less than AP-5, less than R4 even. And just like, IG-88 is there. And it is cool, looks cool, menacing. A better iteration of him comes in the future, but now nah, this is C-3PO, I'm sorry. Whether it's the best droids or our favorite droids, however you want to play this, it's C-3PO. I apologize to IG-88 and everyone, all those IG-88 heads out there. <laughs> yeah, pour one out. Uh, sorry for everybody who was hoping for a bounty hunter in the second round. And that brings us to our next matchup, IG-11 versus toto 360 oh so i guess maybe uh i guess either a bounty hunter or a bounty hunter's assistant is going to uh, make it to the next round so i'm going to eat my words right like 10 seconds after i said them uh <laughs> so yeah <laughs> toto again i think is pretty much a one note character ig uh, ig11 is sort of as well um Turdo, I think what discounts him for me is that I feel very sorry for him all the time uh, because, you know, he's just so eager to please Cad Bane, but he's just constantly being abused and, uh, you know, treated just as an asset and not as a person uh, from Cad Bane, which I think is a good, you know, characterizes Cad Bane as well, but also just goes back to what we were saying earlier about how droids are perceived in the Star Wars universe. And you can always tell like goodies from baddies where the baddies just see droids as an, a throwaway asset. But there is a sort of devotion in Toto. Um, but I think that is also, yeah, 
goes back to what I was saying earlier about this being a, a an abusive relationship, really, and how you know that can inspire some sort of devotion in a way, and um, so that's kind of un an uncomfortable relationship dynamic. IG eleven, uh, obviously, you know, an iteration on IG eighty eight, who we just eliminated, but he has a voice, obviously, a great voice, Taika Waititi. And a great character arc, which not a lot of droids that we, even the ones that we've included here, not a lot of droids actually have a big character arc here. And I, you know, one of the heroes, one of the best things about Mandalorian season one. So I think it's going to be IG-11 for me. Yeah, this one's really close because I really do like Toto. And I, as you mentioned, I like his relationship with Cad Bane because it also under my underpins this relationship between droids and non-droids in the universe and how they're kind of taking advantage of all the time and toto is the epitome of that and both ig11 have and toto have very sad deaths or sad ends and i think toto yeah i mean i think it's clear to me it's ig11 so i don't want to belabor the point but uh toto is really a great droid in this in this universe and i'm sad to see him go so early i guess it's just like you know there, there are IG Eleven is one of the best things to come out of the Mandalorian season one, and um, to see him go out on his own terms was a really, really amazing. Uh, you know, it's it's a dif differing point between him and many other droids out there. So, sh shout out to IG Eleven; they did a, he did great work. Yeah, absolutely, both of those great droids. And with that, we have our next matchup. That is B two emo versus zero. Ooh. If you say zero I mean... here, I'm going to lose my <laughs> mind. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, zero is fun kind of to watch. But again, it kind of goes back to what I said about AP5 earlier. Zero is only interesting in the dynamic of the group that we see him in in Mandalorian. Um, even though I think we see him in, uh, in, an, in an animated show as well. I think he makes an appearance there as well. I forget, um, but I just, you know, for me, he is always zero from The Mandalorian because I saw him there first. He is this cockshaw pilot uh, and has this great antagonistic relationship with, Mand with The Mandalorian. And yeah, I think he's kind of a fun character, but also doesn't really, you know, he doesn't go beyond what we see uh you know in the series he doesn't like spark our imagination and say, oh i wonder about zero as much um whereas b2 i'm not gonna even talk about b2 because i don't have to it's very clear that he goes to on to the next round yeah b2 is the sweetest thing in the entire universe and zero is a huge <laughs> asshole let's move on <laughs> there we go all right, in our last matchup of the first round, we have K2SO versus AZ3. This one is difficult, I think. K2, great. Uh, great droid in Rogue One. Kind of a badass. Uh, has a lot of great action scenes. Is very funny. Has this dry humor and wit. Um, is a great companion to Cassian as well and has good chemistry with everybody else in uh, in the movie <sighs> he has a uh, as with ig11 i think there is a lot of similar similarity because they both have a big character arc uh 
and I really appreciated that. Also, incredibly voiced. Um, yeah, I like him a lot. Um, but there is also AZ3, who you know is this very knowledgeable medical worker, helped Fives cover uh, uncover the uh, whole thing about the programming chip and Order sixty six in uh, in Clone Wars. But also if befriends Omega in uh, in Bad Batch, but uh, you know they work together. It's kind of Omega's origin story, and they're kind of, I mean, they're both kind of cute, I guess. But it's weird to call like a basically a tank and a, and a medical uh, professional like cute, I suppose. But um, their design, both of their designs are great. I'm kind of torn, honestly. It's difficult, this one. I mean, it is, I think, our narrowest uh, matchup. And yeah, I'm, I could be convinced one way or the, or the other. So if you, have a, if you have a concrete case to make, I re I'm really interested in hearing it. K2SO is a bomb. AZ3 is also amazing. And I think these are really, as you said, super close. I'm leaning towards AZ3. I think this should be our first upset of the day because I think AZ3 has a really active role in the way that he plays and has a really cool banter with multiple different characters across different storylines. And I'm sure we're going to get K2 in the next season of Andor, but we haven't seen that yet. And I want to see more from K2 to, in, in terms of what he does uh, to build up the rebellion, to build up these different characters around him. And he works with Cassie and they have a great banter, great relationship. And I love him so much and the way he goes out is also great and an active sacrifice but something about az3 and his ability to uncover things with fives and then with omega this this multiple like multiple latitudes of relationship that he builds with different people i think he's just so magnetic in the way that he can attract to everyone and make such a great time so i just like az3 for me narrowly 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 will take this one yeah, I think I, I'm right there with you. I think AZ3 should go on to the next round. And it's weird to call a droid that, I suppose, but he's just so warm-hearted and yeah. just so nice and just so helpful. And just for that, I think he deserves. So we have our first upset, and I'm really happy about it. Got an upset. We got a second round coming up. We're good to go. I love it. Heck yeah. So first first matchup, I'm, I'm looking at the board. What yeah. is it? The first matchup of the second round is R2-D2 versus <laughs> C3PO. That's on me. That's not on anyone, man. That just happens. It's all good. Screw you, C3PO. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes. So, uh, C3PO, as I said earlier, iconic but overused. He is incredibly annoying most of the time. As a, as a, as a result of that, and he's very. That's the one thing that I hate about uh, Episode Five: The Empire Strikes, Strikes Back is C three PO and especially, especially how abusive he is towards R two. And I think that that just really grinds my gears. Um, he isn't really that funny. I mean, there are some things that are you know. It's not what he says, it's more the reaction to what he says. And I think he hasn't the type of humor that he embodies hasn't aged well, is definitely a humor of the time. 
where like C-3PO is kind of this camp droid who does, who's, you know, with a, with a British accent who said he was kind of stuffed up and that's fun, but that's kind of like making fun of stereotypes in my mind. So yeah, I think he hasn't aged that well. He has his one and a half movies, I would say that he's cool in, but I mean, he goes against R2 and there's just no doubt in my mind that it's going to be R2. R2 is the most utmost loyal companion. C-3PO is, is surprisingly can be loyal, but is a little bit too rule followy. Like I just like, no, just, no, it just makes me icky to make even, even like compare the two, even though they are the two iconic droids working together from the very beginning of Star Wars. It is this pair of droids that make droids all possible. So kudos to both of them. But C-3PO, nah. It's R2. He's going on to the next <laughs> round. Ain't no question in my mind. All right. Should we just move on to the next one? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So next matchup we have is Chop or Chopper versus IG-11. I mean, it's Chopper. Let's, let me just state this outright. But IG-11, what a great character arc he has. I mean, it's kind of against his his will, I suppose. He starts off as this bad, really, really badass droid. Uh, we see him, you know, shooting things up with Mando in the first episode and then gets killed by Mando, or rather not, uh, and then is revived, reprogrammed as a nurse droid, I suppose, a care droid, a helper droid, and does this thing incredibly well and it culminates with his two personalities i suppose or rather his new personality with his old abilities combined in an epic series finale or season finale in uh you know in episode eight of mandalorian season one and this honestly this uh episode is basically without him doesn't do is doesn't even come close to what it is with him he is the mvp of this episode and he's an incredibly great character who again sacrifices himself uh, by his own will and uh, or rather by his programming because his programming is to protect and so he does so to his detriment but i mean this is this is the first one where i will genuinely say pour one out for ig11 but i mean it's chopper Chopper is just the absolute best. And IG-11 has one of the best intros in any for any droid coming in and all shooting him up. And then one of the best outros there is, period, in the way he dies. So IG-11 has a great story, as you said, a great character arc, great season of television. Chopper is just everything we've ever wanted in a droid and more. <laughs> like Chopper is just so cool. <laughs> um, he has Chopper of any droid, and I'm, we'll get into this later because he's moving on, but Chopper of any droid has swag. He's just so cool. <laughs> like, I want to be Chopper. <laughs> just so amazing. Oh, I love him so much. Hey, let's move on. Chopper, Chopper, like times a million. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next matchup. And we might really disagree here. We might have to like, this might break up the podcast, but <laughs> BB-8 versus B-2 emo. Yeah, obviously you're in favor of B-2. I get that. Um, I think B-2 is incredibly emotive. He is this trusty companion uh, who is in the same rank as someone like R2. 
I think, in that regard. Not an action droid, which is absolutely fine by me. We don't need every droid to be super in the action. He carries the emotional weight of multiple episodes of Andor, or rather is the emotional center of it in some way. And it's funny, you know, obviously the name is great with emo at the end because that's kind of what he is. And I like him a lot. Um, and yeah, I think he is just kind of sad all the time, which, you know, he doesn't have, but just the way he is emoting it is incredible. BB-8 also does incredibly well emoting things without you know any voice which i think is almost more impressive from a technical standpoint i would say and you know just the way he's purring and everything and just emoting also with the way he tilts his head and everything it's great uh also a great like up there as a trusty companion which, which is great, even though he kind of changes allegiances. Um, we also get a lot of funny moments with BB-8. And yeah, I, can, I can't really decide. I, I think both of them are great. And I'm, sli I'm leaning slightly towards BB-8 just because he has a little bit more facets. But at the, at the same time, B2 is just so incredibly emotive. So I'm going to leave it to you, I think. And I, I, I know where this is going. Well, let's start with BB-8. I love BB-8, actually. <laughs> I think he's one of the best things to come out of the sequel trilogy. I think he kind of, in his conception and design and emotion and also his, his mannerisms, was really... It's, it's a great um, reimagining of what a droid can be in a modern audience. I think... What happens and what I kind of where BB falls a little bit short for me is his place within maybe like I guess it's hard to because episode nine forget it we're just gonna throw that out of the trash nothing nothing yeah. happens episode nine should go towards or against BB eight in my mind I think BB eight's the biggest sensation in 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 Force Awakens in I like just the different moments where you see the thumbs up with. Uh, I always imagine that like <laughs> using the lighter as a thumbs up with with Finn or him following Ray around and just as you said his emotional range is quite wide and his ability to emote is is very very effective in a way. I think and that's all positive. I don't want to take cuz I don't want to take much against BBA. I think what happens with B2 is where you nailed it on the head with the emotionality of B2 and I, I would disagree in the sense that I don't think he's sad all the time i think he's actually quite happy in a lot like especially at the beginning when he's talking up to cassian going back and forth he's he has this different very 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 unique and uh, very close relationship with a single person that is it's just the emotional like heft that b2 that b2 can like um bring out is just something that no other droid has ever come close to it will come close to kind of uh, conveying in a way that, yeah, okay, maybe it is the voice that B BBA doesn't have that helps that. But I think it goes even further than that. It is the movement. It is the the little the sound design as well attached to it. The even Cassian and his and 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 Marva, their acting and relationship to 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 B two is just shows so much about their characters as well. Um, it it just even like uh, what's his name Brasso like the way that Brasso would be too interact in the Marva funeral episode incredible back and forth like 
B2's ability to really, if you had nothing, no emotional characters outside of B2 in a television show, it would still be perfectly good. This show, it was obviously the best, like, you know, in my mind, obviously we've discussed in the past, shout out to our last episode, the best thing Star Wars um, created ever in, in my lifetime or in our, any lifetime. I think B2 is just such a stud in such a, an amazing television show with so many different pillars. And BB-8 is just, they're just so good, both of them. Um, I, I cannot, when I think about the highs of these two characters, though, I think of the highs of B2 in terms of the emotionality it makes you feel and, and just how how realistic this depiction of of love and loss and all these different things that we're thinking of here and, and attachments um it's just it's just so good it's like every scene that he's in just punches at such a high bar it is i i just can't i can't take b2 out here man no i, can't, I just can't like bb8 is great <laughs> but it, it's b2 for life here i just oh, b2 so good b2 so good love b2 Okay. Um, yeah, I think so. B, I think B two makes it to the next round. I mean, BB eight. I think yeah, BB eight just for me also in in contrast to B two. I kind of see the seams with BB eight a lot of the time, where I just see him as a function in the script, and he is there to do certain things, whereas B two just feels like a person in a world. And yeah, I think it's. It's somewhat unfair to uh, compare a droid who can emote things through voice with the one that can't. But at the same time, there is a lot more to it, as you mentioned, all the acting, all the sound design. Um, but we did that in the past two things too, right? So IG-11 can speak chop cants, C-3PO can speak R2 cants. And obviously those weren't emotional speaking for, for ig11 and c3po but there are there's always this comparison between the two uh, there are always droids that can speak and always droids who can't right and yeah. that's part of what we do with and then also don't forget bb8 is clearly a marketing ploy to make toys and sell toys yeah and exactly. that doesn't happen with b2 so yeah absolutely i i'm i'm right there with you um so yeah b2 goes on to the next round interesting i would oh no I should have known, but uh, still kind of a surprise to me. Uh, wow. Recency bias for the win. <laughs> yes, I was going to say. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's kind of the thing. I mean, we we just said, you know, we're discounting episode nine, but it's difficult to do that as well. And you were talking about high highs and low lows. And I think the highs are, yeah, just so much longer lasting with b2 with bb8 it's all, always just a spur of the moment thing with b2 it just sticks with you and the lows not that bb8 is necessarily does anything bad but he's just part of a, something it's just part of something bad and b2 is not so b2 goes on to the next round to the semifinals. but we have one more quarter final if you will and our last matchup of the second round is L3 versus AZ3. This is difficult as well. Uh, I would say... In... Okay, so L3. The droid revolutionary who is, uh, you know, 
pointing towards the questionable role of droids in the Star Wars universe. Incredibly qui quippy. Great chemistry with Lando. I think you were saying L3 is the, the only good thing about a Solo. I think Lando could be added to that list, but uh, and especially the two of them together. And it's really an incredible feat as well, where you have Fee Wallerbridge acting her as well. And not just voicing her, because she was on set with a few, you know, in a costume and everything. And just the rhetoric she uses is great. The way she handles herself is amazing. And just how she interacts with everybody around her is so cool. Now, also, you know, the I think the only droid that we've that we're talking about who uses female pronouns which is interesting because you know on the face of it droids could just be having it <laughs> but you know uh, they are not things they are actually people so but it's interesting as well that there is a kind of a male bias in here and how amazing is it that the first kind of big female droid is you know voiced and played by phoebe waller bridge i think that's so <laughs> apt um az3 we talked about at length i think he does incredible things he is an incredible character and it just kind of goes down to to personal preference at this point in a way i mean it all of this does but az3 is just this like steady presence super helpful but L3 is kind of just more entertaining. And that is what I look for in Star Wars a little bit more. Uh, not a little bit more, but like that's... It's it's very apt, I think, for the movie that she's in to have her in there. And yeah, I think it's L3 for me as well. It's It's kind of close, but also not so close as the the just last matchup. So what do you think? I think it is actually quite close because AZ3 has a longer time span in which he impacts mm -hmm. what's going on. L3 is really short, what we see on screen, obviously. But I think the biggest difference between the two can be summed up with AZ3 wants to support people who are fighting for their independence, for their lives, whatever that may be. L3 wants to be the revolutionary herself. She wants to be the Fidel Castro or whoever, whatever you want to say. And AZ3 <laughs> wants to be the supporting role, wants to be Raul, I guess. So I, I think oh, that's a really bad. Nope, I'm not going to say that. About <laughs> AZ3. I take that back. But it's not like a podcast. We can cut this. We can't do that. No. So I guess, I, no, for sure. For sure. In the end, for me, it's L3. As you said, she's more entertaining. She comes in and just like rules the movie for like a solid 20 minutes but unfortunately i think that might haunt her in the future her short run time but against az3 in this matchup uh, i like her to move forward cool wow we've made it to the semifinals and we have some interesting matchups now all right so in our first semifinal we have Basically, I'm going to call this the emotional semifinal versus the spunky semifinal. And in Absolutely. our emotional semifinal, we have R2-D2 versus B2. 
The thing is, we haven't really talked about R2 that much. And I think that just goes to show what an incredible character he is. B2. I, I, I'm genuinely interested in what we are going to say because I could see, <laughs> I could see you being like, no, B2, it's the best. <laughs> but um, I, think, I think it has to be R2. He is like the iconic droid. He is the like godfather of all droids. And he does, you know, he can emote everything without having a voice, just with some beeps and boops. Um, they're very similar in a way, but R2 is also much more versatile and, you know, goes through a lot, has a long history. It's difficult to discount the long, how ingrained in this universe and in the history of the franchise R2 is. And yeah, I think B2 is incredibly, is, you know, has all of the, the like, personal connections you can feel them i agree with what you said earlier as well that in the beginning you know he has this very different relationship with ando and mavra uh, marva mavra is a character in our dnd campaign anyway marva and it's so cool and it's just it reaches emotional depths that r2 doesn't probably in this sort of way but i mean come on it's r2 and I'm I'm still safe. I'm still keeping my powder dry for the next round, unless you you're vetoing R two. Nah, man, it's R two. Like B two <laughs> is the best. B two is so emotional. I love B two with all my heart. R two is just ha- have that same love for R two. Plus, he can do so much shit. B two can't do nothing compared to R two. Like R two is the best. And yeah, I mean, it's as sad as I see B two go out. Uh, it's i mean this is the time coming up against r2 there's it's really hard to compete against r2 here and in my mind it's you know r2 is the favorite for a reason r2 is the number one reason number one seed for a reason r2 is the bad he's like the badass godfather of all droids so he's the og let's move on r2 (laughs) for the win and in our spunky semi-final we have chopper versus l3 god what i mean if they teamed up for like one for one hour they would change the entire galaxy those two man that's awesome or yeah. they would just start a civil war against each other i don't know <laughs> i think what they would do is work together and then chopper would stab l3 in the back and just seize the power <laughs> um <laughs> and that's kind of, that kind of is um how this is going down for me it's definitely chopper all the way uh i love l3 she she's one of my favorite droids um in terms of you know my personal opinion i think she's probably above bb8 for example as well just i love the performance and i mean again she's only been in one movie and in that one movie she was amazing um but she's incredibly great i love the whole revolutionary side of her but i mean it's chopper it's chopper so it has to be chopper yeah it has to be chopper but the funny thing is for chopper and r2 and spoiler alert this is the final but for chopper (sighs) r2 for every single like matchup we've had we're just like it's r2 it's chopper like (laughs) they just have to move on (laughs) and that holds true against l3 l3 is great we talked about her a lot uh previously so chopper is the best 
Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see them for the final. And I mean, with the final being those two, it's almost like it was always destined to be this way. It was always destined to be R2 <laughs> yeah. versus Chopper. We could have just like skipped this entire exercise and just made this episode. Who do you like more, R2 or Chopper? But we are here in the end and it's so worth it. And how we got here was full of surprises. And I, we're here at the moment. The, the pinnacle of all droids in Star Wars universe, R2-D2 versus Chopper. I mean, okay, here's here's what I'm going to say. Chopper is this mis- mischievous, sometimes down, downright malignant, in a way, droid. He's the funniest droid in all of Star Wars. He's hilarious because, I mean, I have a, you know, dark sense of humor. So, you know, I, I love it. He, he crosses the line sometimes. Um, which I kind of, you know, go, I think goes to his detriment. Uh, for me personally, whereas I think it, you know, R two, yeah, you know, it's R two. It's the droid. He's just incredible. He's just he can do everything, and he everybody likes R two. Uh, he's one of those characters that will just never be killed. I think. Because how dare you? Like they fucking killed off Han Solo and Luke Skywalker before, but R two is still around, so that that's got to count for something. And I think this goes down to their personalities. They're kind of two sides of the same coin. They're both incredibly great companions, and you know. I think R2 is more on the warmer side and Chopper is more on the colder side, if you will. And it just goes down to personal preference. I have one, but I'm not going to tell you until you, you've you said your piece. Okay. So yeah, these are, it's in many ways, Chopper is designed as like a, a version of R2. What if R2 was funnier or more mischievous or whatever? And when Chopper outright murders some droids <laughs> like that's i mean <laughs> throws them out the wall like the airlock is kind of funny um but let me say one negative thing about r2 because r2 is amazing he's he's in some ways untouchable r2 basically disappears and f's off for from for the rebellion for like for years and i think to a certain extent we have to put that against him especially because now we're we're really um we're really like, um, what is the what is splitting hairs here between these two amazing droids? But R two at a certain point, like disappears, stops working for the rebellion, and is kind of useless. Um, I mean, he's 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 not present in episode seven. Episode eight, he does some, stuff, but he barely does anything in episode eight. Let's be honest. And in episode nine, we're just forgetting about that. That doesn't exist. Is he in it? I don't even know. <laughs> but R two is really living on the coattails of his previous. Uh, I mean, he did have two great. Uh, conflicts that he was a part of is central in the Clone Wars and the 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 rebellion or the resistance or whatever the hell the first one was the rebellion. <laughs> so like, but and and in my mind, Chopper would never he would never leave Hera behind, never leave anyone on the Ghost crew behind. Chopper is just, I mean, for all of his crap that he pulls, like he is loyal as oh no, he's not loyal. He's not loyal to everyone, but he's loyal to those who he's loyal to. Um, and so is R two to be fair. But I don't know. I don't really get that really great explanation of why r2 disappeared and stopped working for a while but whatever mm. um that's to, to be fair that's not r2's fault that's this that's again jj abrams's fault 
yeah, yeah. To be fair, but I mean, you know, we're all these all these droids are written in a certain way by certain people, right? Um, and if we even if we just go with what R two does in the, in the original trilogy, the prequels, even and and Clone Wars, and R two is always next to everyone. He's always he's the, he is the consummate companion, and that's what's amazing mm. about R two. Um, Chopper is. Is not who you would draft probably number one if you wanted to start a team, but he is probably the most entertaining <laughs> droid out there. And yeah. I, I guess, as we said, this is, comes down to personal preference. Um, and oh man, uh, I don't know. Do you want to reveal okay. your winner first, or should I reveal sure. my winner first? Sure, Go I ahead. will. So R two is the Ur droid. And he kind of resembles the warm side of things. And he is just charged up with nostalgic energy for me as well. Whereas Chopper is a more modern iteration of it. <laughs> it's kind of, I guess, R2-D2 is like, Lord, is like Lord of the Rings. But Chopper is Game of Thrones, if you will. Do it, Chris. And... <laughs> you're like palpatining me right now um and yes i think chopper chopper is the one yes <laughs> chopper chopper <laughs> oh man i'm so happy you chose chopper he's the yeah. best oh he's so good it feels like blasphemy but as you said chopper is just the most entertaining droid out there and He's just amazing. I love Chopper. He is the best thing by far. I mean, Hera is there as well, but and and I guess Thrawn as well. But like Chopper is the best thing out of Rebels. That is a which is a TV show that I don't I don't think I, I don't dislike necessarily that much, but I also don't actively like it, except for basically Chopper and Hera and Thrawn, but most of all Chopper. So it's Chopper. Chopper is amazing. The w the moment Chopper comes on live screen television, I will lose my mind. I cannot <laughs> wait for Chopper. Like Chopper is mm. so cool. I mean, and the fact that it's just out of a television show that is mediocre at best, it is just an incredible like Chopper is amazing. And I just I'm just so happy that it came to this because it always is going to be R2 versus Chopper and I'm so happy that Chopper in this case takes our championship for the best droid out there. Nice. Whew, how are you feeling? I feel great. I feel so happy. I think if R2 would have won, I would have also felt good. But, you know, having yeah. Chopper be the victorious one here, yes, the best. <laughs> wow. I, I love that. We should do more brackets. But, uh, you know, there's also new Star Wars things coming up. We're going to obviously cover them on here. We will. And we will. And with that, thank you for listening. And if you want to support the show, <laughs> give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And tune in next time as we do something with something. <laughs> Bye.